0: Listen to the deal on Spotify.
1: Because sports with Cooper and Big Man.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me as always, my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? good man sports
1: talk with cooper and big man big man is always leading because because cooper's over here like hey guys how you doing right but uh this weekend i'm pretty tired dude i'm just like
0: yeah we had a bit of a
1: fun time with your kids this weekend so yeah my kids my nieces man i got to hang out with them too i haven't hung out with them while. In fact, it was the first time I actually got to babysit them. So right. that, that was fun. That it was. was fun for me.
0: It was quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and of course, one of them did get to stay the night. The other one, though, being uh, still a young one. Oh, yes, yeah. Still had to go home with Mama. Yeah,
1: yeah, my fiance goes, it is just the one, right? <laughs> I'm like, of course. It is. Even, even though at the same time I'm thinking... I think this is the first time this kid stayed the night anywhere. So, uh, yeah, I hope she's okay. <laughs> like, I hope I don't have to call, call you know, dad, and, in the middle of the night, in the go. middle of the night, and go, hey, uh, you know, this ain't gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But she
0: did really good. Yeah, she did. We had fun. So. We did. It was great. It was a great time. But are you ready to talk sports? now? Let's talk some sports, brother. All right. Today is, of course, basketball, baseball talk. So let's get into some basketball. Let's do it. In the NBA, this last week in the Eastern Conference, going from the bottom to the top, po- postins Pistons starting from the bottom. Yeah, let's start with the Pistons. P- pistons, Pist- not not postons, for pistons. whatever Pistons. I was going to combine piston Pistons and possums for some reason. Uh, Anyways, knows. let's get into this. The Pistons went zero and three. The Magic zero and four. Cavaliers one and three. Raptors zero four. Bulls and Pacers both went two and two. Wizards one and two. Hornets zero and four. Celtics one and three. Heat 3 and 1, Hawks 3 and 0, Knicks 3 and 1, as well as the Bucks and the Nets went 3 and 0, and the 76ers went 1 and 2. In the Western Conference, the worst team in the NBA, the Rockets went 1 and 2, the Thunder went 0 and 3, the T-Wolves went 2 and 2, as well as the Kings. The Pelicans and Spurs both went 1 and 3, the Grizzlies went 4 and 0, Warriors 3 and 0, Lakers 4 and 0, Blazers 2 and 1, Mavericks 3 and 1, Clippers 2 and 2, Nuggets 3 and 0, Suns 2 and 2, and the Jazz went 1 and 2 this past week. And the only thing you and I are hoping for is lose 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 trail plays. Yes, and win, 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 Lakers. Yes. Who play the Pelicans? Alright, here we go. In the NBA standings. The Eastern Conference. The one seed is those 76ers at 48 and 23 with a 676 win percentage. The Nets went 47 and 24 at six sixty two win percentage. The Bucks 46 and 25 with a 648 win percentage. And our two games back. I forgot to mention the Nets are one game behind the 76ers. The Knicks, there we go. <laughs> I had to look at what team I was talking about there for a second. We're 40 and 31 with a 563 win percentage and eight games back. The Hawks are 40 and 31, 563, and 8 games back as well. The Heat 39 and 32. Uh, 549 win percentage and nine games back. The Celtics, 36 and 35, 507 percentage and 12 games back. The Hornets, 33-38, 465, one percentage, and 15 back. The same with the Wizards. And the Pacers are 33-38 as well, 465. Moving on to the Western Conference. The Yaws went 51-20 and 20 with a 718, win percentage. The Suns, 15-21 with a 704 percentage, and one game back. The Nuggets, 47-24, and 24, the same with the Clippers, at a 662 percentage, and four games back. The Mavericks at 5th seed are 42, 29, 592 percentage and 9 games back. The Blazers and Lakers are both 41 and 30 with 577 uh, percentage and 10 games back. The Grizzlies and Warriors are both 38 and 33 with 535 win percentage and 13 games back. And the Spurs under 500 at 33 and 38, 465 percentage in 18 games back. Can not believe the Spurs are going to make the possibly make the playoffs as an under 500 team?
1: That just shows how crappy the,
0: the standings are right now, dude. It's like, what? Yeah, and of course, then the same thing with the Hornets, Wizards, and Pacers in the East.
1: Yeah, it's like, what's going on here? Right.
0: <laughs> this is why I don't really care for this play-in thing. Really don't. Anyways, we're going to move on to the MLB. <laughs> the records for this past week, starting from the bottom going to the top. In the American League, the Twins went 1-3. Three, Tigers 3-1. Three and one. Uh, Orioles... Angels and Rangers all went one and four. The Royals went two and four. Mariners two and three. Rays three and two. Blue Jays and Yankees four and one. Indians three and two. Astros five and zero. Oh. A's three and two. White Sox four and two. Red Sox three and three. In the National League, the Rockies went three and three. Nationals three and two. Pirates three and two. Marlins two and four. Diamondbacks three and three. Cubs two and three. Reds three and three. Braves two and three is one and four. Phillies three and two. Mets two and three. Dodgers four and zero. Cardinals two and three. Padres four and one. And the Giants went three and two.
1: How about them Dodgers, baby? Them we're, Dodgers we're climbing
0: back into it. Yes, back into contention. So let's talk about the standings as they sit now in the major leagues. Let's get it. Starting in the American League uh, East, the Red Sox lead the division at twenty-five and sixteen with a six ten percentage. The Yankees are 22 and 17 with a 564 percentage and two games back. The Blue Jays are 21 and 17 to 553 percentage and two and a half back. The Rays are 22-19 and 19, 5.37 percentage and three games back. And the Orioles are 16-23, 410 percentage and eight games back. In the central, the White Sox are 23 and 15 with a 605 percentage. The Indians are 21 and 16 with a 568 percentage and a game and a half back. The Royals are 18 and 21 with a 462 percentage and five and a half back. The Tigers. Go Tigers! <laughs> are fourteen and twenty-five and a three fifty-nine percentage, nine and a half back. And the Twins are thirteen and twenty-four with a three fifty-one percentage, and nine and a half back as well. Out west in the in the American League, the A's are twenty-four and seventeen with a five eighty-five a percentage. The Astros are right behind them at twenty-three and seventeen with a five seventy-five percentage and a half game back. The Mariners are at five hundred at twenty and 20, 3.5 back. The Rangers are 18 and 23, with a 439 percentage and six games back. And the Angels are 16 and 22, with a 421 percentage and six and a half back. In the National League out here in the East, the Mets still lead the division at 18 and 15, a 545 percentage and, uh, over the Phillies, who are 21 19, a 525 win percentage and a half game back of the Mets. The Braves are a game under 500, 19 and 20, a 487 percentage and two games back. The Marlins are 17 and 22 436 percentage and four games back, and the Nationals are 15 and 20 429 29 percentage and four games back. In the Central Division, the Cardinals lead it currently at 23 and 17 with a 575 win percentage. The Brewers are 500 at 20 and 20 and three games back. The Reds game under 500 at 18 and 19 486 percentage and three and a half back. The Cubs are 18 and 20 474 74 win percentage and four games back, and the Pirates are 17 and 22. 436 percentage and 5.5 and back. Out west in the National League, the Giants still lead the division at 23-16, and 16, a 590 percentage. The Padres right behind them by half a game, 23-17 and 575, win percentage. The Dodgers right behind them are 22-17, 564 percentage and a game back. The uh, Almost said the Padres for some reason again, but the Diamondbacks are 18-22 with 450 percentage and 5.5 and back. And the Rockies bring up the rear in the NL West at 1525, a 30, a 375 percentage, and 8.5 and back of the division-leading
1: Giants. Yeah, the only thing i got to say about the AL Central is, uh, wow, the Tigers are above the Twins, dude. <laughs> What's going on here?
0: Yeah, the Twins are not looking good so far this year. <laughs> Yikes. But we're going to talk about some other notes in the Major League so far. In that a surprising move this week, Albert Pujols has found his new home, but not where many expected him to land. There was a report Saturday that the St. Louis Cardinals and Pujols had mutual interest in reuniting for the first time since Pujols left the team in 2011 free agency. However, a few hours later, it was reported that Pujols had signed a contract with the Dodgers. It'll be interesting to see how the Dodgers use Pujols. The contract is $420,000, which is prorated for the rest of the season because the Angels had to pay $30 million.
1: Yeah, I think you and I were both very, very surprised with this move here.
0: Yeah, it um, kind of shocked the crap out of me.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of like, I mean, it, it adds depth to the bench, mm-hmm. um, but like, what are they doing?
0: Right, it, it was very surprising. Um, I was just like, uh, what are we doing there? But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with it. Um, and we're about to actually talk about what ha- could happen with pool holes. Um, due to an unfortunate event for the Dodgers during Saturday's game yeah. against the Marlins. Speaking of which, the Dodgers did get those bad news during the game. Shortstop Corey Seager was hit by a pitch on the wrist during his at bat, though he will avoid surgery. Seager is expected to miss one month. This may give Pulhos an opportunity to get some playing time with Seager out, as the team will probably do some rearranging in the out in the infield that may move Max Muncie off the of first base, which would put pool host there. So pool host has an opportunity with Seager out for at least a month. Cooper, your thoughts.
1: I mean hey as long as they can keep winning. I mean we all know that pool host is pull I mean yeah. so as long as we get the pool host that that can hit and actually make plays, we're good to go. Right. So
0: you know we'll see what happens here. Yes sir. It's definitely gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, we'd love to see the old pool holes, but I don't think we're really going to see yeah. much of the old pool holes. Mm-hmm. If we can at least get some, a couple RBIs. Some average pool holes. <laughs> can, can we get the above average pool holes instead of the below average pool holes <laughs> yeah. that we've been getting that we've been noticing the last pretty much three years with the Angels? We'd be doing a lot better. Uh, the Astros are currently on a six-game winning streak, which has brought them right back into the thick of the division race. Cheaters. <laughs> the ebb and flow of the baseball season can be quite a roller coaster ride, as evident by the recent success of the Astros and even the Dodgers were on a four-game winning streak. The ups that both teams are enjoying could soon change to lows. So Cooper, as we always like to say, this is a long season, and it's still early. We can yeah, see a lot of things. Yeah, it's still early,
1: man. We'll see what happens with it. Um, and and that's that's sometimes how it goes. They're hot for a while, and then they cool off, and then you know. At the very end stretch, they, they pull it out. You never know, dude. So we'll see what happens here. But uh, I still say they're cheaters.
0: <laughs> You're still going with cheaters? Cheaters. Cheaters. You guys are cheaters. Yeah, it's going to be... Definitely... That's the only
1: way you can win any angle. I mean, look look, look at the Rockets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Well little shot there, huh? There you go. All right, next up. The Oakland A's have been encouraged by the commissioner's office of Major League Baseball to look into pursuing relocation sites as the A's thus far have been unsuccessful getting a stadium secured in Oakland. The A's have been trying to secure a location close to their current stadium, the Re- uh, Ring Central Coliseum, a very, which is very much outdated to the tune of losing the NFL franchise Raiders to Las Vegas. Vegas is one of the potential options the A's can consider, though the commissioner would like to see the team looking to Portland, Nashville, That's Portland, Oregon, Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, or Charlotte, North Carolina. The team would do the league a favor by staying relatively west if they can work out something in Portland, Vegas, or Austin. The other locales would push the league into realignment. So, Cooper, your thoughts? And, of course, there's also still the possibility the team can end up in Montreal. Very slight, but still a possibility.
1: Well, don't mean to sound homerish here, but it would be cool to see Portland get a team, dude.
0: Yeah, I would love to see Oregon to have a, another professional team outside of the Blazers. Yeah. Um, and what would be nice...
1: And it, it kind of keeps them on, it still keeps them on that West Coast, West mm-hmm. Coast. Yeah. You know, so...
0: Plus, it's, you don't have to worry about them possibly having to change their name, rebranding by moving, where you can stay the A's. Um, we also, you we, we know, we used to have a minor league affiliate down in just in Southern Oregon, that was the uh, Medford A's, so it would be nice to see. So the, they could
1: be like the Portland A's. Yeah.
0: Or even just cover the whole state and just be the Oregon A's. The would Oregon be cool. A's, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I still think their best bet with, uh, would be to stay either in Vegas, Portland, or Austin, Texas, just to, so that way they can stay and not have to push the league into that realignment. I that's thing.
1: Yeah, the realignment thing, is it gets touchy.
0: Yeah, if you have to go out to – then they end up in Montreal, Charlotte, or Nashville – they would have to probably. But this for sucks
1: for Oakland, dude. I mean, this is losing this, another team. This is sad for them, dude. I, I, it really sucks. But I mean, if if the revenue is not there, that they're gonna move, dude. That is what it is. Well, so. this
0: locale just doesn't seem to be there because they yeah. they the team wants to build there. It's not that yeah. they're not it, wanting to. It's just they're just not. They're the city and the state is just kind of dragging their feet about getting the site secured and getting the money. Yeah. the Whatever money they're going to have to put into it, done upright. I mean, and the A's, I mean, yeah, it's a franchise that's really not ran by an ownership group that's got a lot of money. So it's not like they can pull a Cronky did with the Rams and just go, hey, I can build my own stadium, you know. It's a little yeah. harder than that. Yeah. You know, and I know MLB can put in money too for um, a stadium to help them out. Like, um, the but then, how long are you paying back on that stadium too? So yeah, that too. So it's just going to be interesting to see what happens with the A's, and it'll be a, uh, an interesting watch for the next few years to see what develops with the Especially A's. Especially
1: with the fact that they're actually playing some pretty good baseball right now. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes, but it's like, dude, this is—it is still sad for Oakland, man. I'm yeah. like, dude, you guys—you guys done lost your your, your football team. Yep. You've lost your basketball team, yep. and now you're going to lose your
0: baseball team. The only, benefit, the only bright side to the basketball team is they just went across the bay. So. Yeah,
1: but it's still not Oakland.
0: Well, I understand that, but at least Oakland, they didn't move uh, completely Oakland's out of state. Oakland's got a
1: little bit of that bad boy feel to it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. but at least
0: they didn't move completely out of state either, yeah, like the Raiders true. did. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting to say the least. Um They've tried to move over to San Jose, but the Giants don't want to give up the territory in San Jose. And that's the other thing that's going to um, be hindered about going to Portland is the Mariners giving up the Northwest Territory. Yeah. That's going to also be an interesting battle. That's why I kind of wouldn't mind if they moved into Southern Oregon because Southern Oregon is getting big enough where you could probably host a baseball team. I'm just saying. Homer. So I'm just saying. Homer. I mean, I don't like Portland, so... Mm. I like the city a little bit, but... It'd be cool if they didn't like Eugene or somewhere like that. That too. But still, that's still... Never mind, we won't that's, get into why yeah. I don't care for that. Anyways, let's move on to basketball, fellas. <laughs> so, the New York they have clinched the four seed in the playoffs. This team went from missing the playoffs last year into the playoffs this year with a good chance to make some noise. The team already plays great defense, but the question will be how they will be able to generate enough offense. Continuing to solely rely on Julius Randle and Derrick Rose will be will only carry them so far. It should provide them enough to win in the first round, but could be their downfall against much tougher opponents. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the New York Knickerbockers?
1: I mean, it's pretty good for them, dude. We we just watched a pretty good game with them, the Lakers. So, yep. I mean, it's like they, they 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 got that talent. They just need that extra, you know.
0: Um. So I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. They basically need uh, R.J. Barrett to round out into the player that they expected him to be. Though I know it's still kind of asking a lot because he's still young. He's not like it's a he's a seasoned veteran. Um, they got a lot of young talent. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to swing a trade this offseason to get another score. Yeah. Um. Because I mean I know they missed out on Durant and Kyrie. Um, just not this past off-season, but the offseason before. And so it's definitely going to be intriguing to see what happens if they can maybe get themselves into a trade because f- they got a lot of young assets and you know gave up some draft capital. Because you got basketball is better. Almost every sport is better as with New York actually competing in all aspects of the sport. Oh yeah. So it, it actually helps. I mean,
1: it. just the revenue from being in, you know, New York is just it, it, it's. I mean, it, it's the epic center of everywhere, dude. You mm-hmm. you got music, you got sports, you got movies, you got everything, dude. Actors, freaking everything over there. Yep. I mean, it's the same way in L.A. That's why L.A.'s doing good. That's why, you know. Right. It's like... New York is like that. That's it's so cool to see them doing so well in sports again. I I love this. It's, it's sweet. I mean, I'm not saying I like the Yankees, but you know what I'm saying. Right. I mean, it's cool to see the Mets doing well. The Knicks finally kicking some ass. Yep. And uh, the it, Nets doing cool. well in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, heck, I was a fan of them when they were when they had Jason Kidd. They were the New Jersey Nets. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, we all like kid. He's not. Hard. It's hard not to like kid. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. So the Lakers finally got LeBron James back on Saturday, and he helped lead the team to their fourth straight win over the Pacers, and an opportunity to get to the sixth seed if they beat the Pelicans tonight, and the Portland Trail Blazers lose to the Denver Nuggets. If the Lakers do not win, and the Trail Blazers do win against the Nuggets, then the Lakers will remain seventh. Or if both lose, they'll still have the same seat, um, same record. So and the Trail Blazers have the tiebreaker. Um, the Lakers then will remain 7th and face the Warriors in a play-in tournament with the 7th seed on the line in that game. Oof. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Lakers needing to beat the Pelicans? Yeah. That should yeah. happen because Zion is out.
1: So Hopefully this works out. Um, Hopefully the Blazers lose because you guys got to face the Warriors. It's going to be tough, dude, especially if Curry's having a good
0: night. So. Yeah a lot of people are like, well, even like Colin Coward's like, well, we're not, t- the Lakers have so much great length and stuff. Yeah, but we're talking about a one-game series. Yeah. We're not talking about a seven-game series yeah. where we can just lean on Curry uh-huh. and, you know, maybe cause him to have a bad night here and there and yeah. win the series that way in seven. We're talking about a one-shot game. We're talking about Curry going off for of possibly 50. Mm-hmm. And if we can't slow down Curry, psh, forget about it. We'll be having a hard time.
1: Yeah. So. And, and the fact that the Lakers like to shoot them threes when they don't need to be shooting them threes, they need to be yeah. going for that, going for that score, dude. Getting on the inside where them big guys are. Yeah. That's why you got AD. That's why you got Drummond. I mean, come on, guys. What Absolutely. Like, like what's going on here? It just it makes no sense to me to see them always trying to facilitated out to the guy on the outside for that, for that open shot when half the time you guys are knocking him down.
0: Right. You can't even make them. That's it's like, ridiculous. The, it's just frustrating. Yeah, I'm sorry. We don't have a Steph Curry on the team. No. <laughs> if we had Steph Curry, shoot as many threes as you want. Exactly. But you don't have Steph Curry, stop shooting threes. Yeah. Or Klay Thompson. Yeah, we Klay, we'd be okay. Oh, yes. But we don't. We don't have that type of three-point shooter. Um, and it's and I would like to point out, even though the Pelicans don't have Zion, they do have a majority of our young core still in New Orleans. Yeah. And they would love nothing more than to beat us and push us back down to the seventh seed. Oh, yeah. So I'm not saying that even though they don't have Zion, this is going to be a cakewalk because you know a lot of those former Lakers who were part of that Anthony Davis tree would love nothing more than to keep us in the, in the play-in tournament.
1: Oh, definitely, man.
0: So I'm not in, at all thinking that the Pelicans are an easy walkthrough walk with, without Zion.
1: Uh, especially if they just end up having that mediocre night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's, that's the thing that sucks with the Lakers. They're either on,
0: or, or you're like, what
1: the, what the fuck are you guys doing?
0: Yeah. Like, come on, Jacking play, threes dude. that they don't need to be jacking up. Yeah. yeah exactly. All right, we're going to move on to the Wizards. The Washington Wizards locked themselves into the playoffs as the 8th seed, well, in the play-in part of this playoffs. They will be in the play-in tournament against the Boston Celtics with a chance to garner the 7th seed. If they do not win, they will play the winner of the ninth, 10th seed game for the 8th seed. The Wizards at one point looked destined for the draft lottery with the possibility of getting up towards the top of the draft. But after Westbrook and Beal got in sync with each other's games, the team started climbing the standings and playing into the playoff contention. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Wiz? Man,
1: this is crazy, dude. even talk about the Wizards. Right, especially in the in in the, the spot that they're in. I mean, they could actually be a contending team, so everybody better watch out for them, Wizards, man. Oof.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to be interesting to see what happens because I think this right here probably guarantees the Wizards keeping Bill at least one more season. Yeah, because if they didn't make the playoffs. I know I get Beal's loyal. We've talked about this before. We understand he's loyal to the team that drafted him. And that's utmost respect. Mm-hmm. But at some point, do you just got to start wondering, I are know. they even going to try with me? Yeah. Are they really going to try to put a team together? I mean, they got Westbrook, so that's at least a start. It's looking like they're going to try a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see. But I think they guaranteed themselves one more year without Beal going just finally putting his hands up and going, okay, I'm done, I'm ready to go, let's just get me to a contender. Oh, yeah. Because, really, your career really ends up being defined as whether or not you win a championship. Um, even though Westbrook is your co-partner who's deciding that career stats are going to be just as important as championships <laughs> because, yeah, he's yet to win, but, yes, he's a triple-double yeah. monster. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, he definitely is, man, and... Uh... No, hats off to him for breaking that record, dude. That's pretty sweet. It is. The Wizards, though, need to try to find
0: another outside shooter. Yeah, they they need they need that three headed monster, man. Mm-hmm. So. If they can find one that can work with Beal and Westbrook, watch out for the Wizards. They could be back into contention soon. Yeah, yeah, I, I full heartedly agree with that one. So we're going from the team that was possibly headed for the draft lottery to the team that's looking to win the draft lottery, <laughs> the man. Houston Rockets. Oh, man. man, this this crap show. What's <laughs> up? As we predicted, they failed to reach 20 wins this season as they're the only team that failed to do so. This gives the team an the opportunity at the number one overall pick in the draft depending on how the draft lottery goes. I still think that their luck will probably end up not getting it (laughs) and watch it end up going to like the Pistons. Houston, you really have a problem. You have a major problem. (laughs) Um, They did manage to beat the Los Angeles Clippers this week. However, the Clippers kept out Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Pat Beverly and only played their other two starters a total of 12 minutes. With that, it gave the Rockets an opportunity to pull off the upset. Some in the NBA circles believe that the move by the Clippers was to avoid playing either the Lakers or Blazers in the first rounds of the playoffs as they now have to face the Dallas Mavericks, who are the five seed, and who they beat last year in the bubble in the first round. So. I mean, that that's a fair assumption. So, I mean, but I think with
1: these Rockets, man, I don't know what the hell they're thinking because with a draft of lottery, there's never a chance. There's never a guaranteed chance that you get that number one pick. Yeah. So,
0: what the hell are you doing? Right, the draft lottery can go a bunch of different ways. And not only that, it's not even that good of a draft this year. You're not hearing about a bunch of young guys who are just like, oh, that's the guy we need right now. It's like, dude, you're not getting anybody that's really... There's no generational talent in this year's draft. And uh, so it's kind of like, so I mean, technically they might not be so bad off if they don't get number one because they can still probably get a decent player. Yeah. At two th- through five, because there's like I said, there's no number one. But even if they get talent. that decent
1: player, dude, they, this, team's scrapped.
0: Yeah, this, <laughs> this team scraps. Yeah this <laughs> this team this team has just been they got a few off the hell out, dude. I mean, they did get lucky. They got quite a few decent draft picks from the Wizards. Um, when they got, when <laughs> they traded Russell Westbrook, after yeah. they traded for Russell Westbrook the previous season, plus what they got from the Nets. But it's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> if I, I don't know. If I'm a Rockets fan right now, I'm just like, the future's still kind of looking bleak for a while because.
1: Yeah, as far as being a Rockets fan, as far as being a Texans fan, all of it right now is kind of in question with, with
0: the only thing what's I... going on with the Houston. With with the uh, Texans too, I mean. Yeah, the only thing I'm happy about is my cheating team in baseball is right back in the thick of the AL <laughs> West. <laughs> I don't. Other than that, it's looking like crap. Don't so wait. I think the Houston the Houston Dynamo in soccer, if you're a soccer fan, is actually doing pretty well so far. So I guess you have that if you're a soccer fan.
1: If you're a soccer
0: fan. I'm just saying. Well, we don't know. We can't judge anybody.
1: Okay, I ain't judging nobody. I mean. Soccer is pretty athletic in its own right. So, well, yeah, that's
0: why it's also the most played sport in the world.
1: I don't know why it is, but that's just me.
0: Yeah, well, we'll never understand it because <laughs> we just like our sports because we invented our sports. Yeah, everybody else's sport was invented by someone else, and we're just like, eh. We'll take our sports. We invented it. Yep. Thank
1: you. Yeah. It must <sighs> be that American homerism thing.
0: Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So, we hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Of course, tomorrow... Well, no, tomorrow's not an off day for us. Uh, <laughs> I keep forgetting tomorrow's Monday. Thank yeah. God. Sorry. <laughs> not, not to be that way, but... It just feels like you start getting a little bit more... Vroom, vroom, and you're just like, oh my God, do we have a show tomorrow or not? <laughs> but anyway, so tune in Tuesday as we talk NASCAR and NFL. Thursday... Worldwide Sports Talk. And, of course, we recap tonight's pay-per-view backlash. Yes, on Saturday. That's going to be nice. Yes. And Sunday is our Next Sunday should be our 100th, 100th episode. episode. Looking forward to it. We're yeah, going to be gonna live. Be we'll be live on YouTube. We're going to be live. It's going to be fun. Live. We've got some surprises for you guys, and mm-hmm. uh, just stay tuned. Yep, tune in, man. Find us on our social medias. You'll hear about that here in a little bit in the episode <laughs> at the end of the episode. Yes, about our awesome social medias. Come find us. Please talk to find us too. Us. Talk to us. We we Free love. Check. We love to talk sports. We love. Sports. Uh, but make sure you actually reach out, though, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and YouTube because our TikTok, we don't have a number attached to it, so we can't answer DMs in that yet. Yeah. We'll work on that eventually. We're working on that. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you got anything else to add? I'm good, brother. We're like four away now, sir. Uh, this is crazy, 100. right? Four away. It's going to be cool, dude. It's going to be awesome. All right, so that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep on on talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST at tiktok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman or you can email us at Cooper in man. that's sportstalk w-i-t cooper the letter n bigman and that's at gmail.com thank you for tuning in and we love you guys for checking us out be sure to catch us on our next episode hey what's up everybody this is joey calvez i want to tell you guys a little bit about the department of metahuman affairs this one is a story All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of MetaHuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right
1: now.